News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. And that is so true. And we're going to shake it up a little bit here tonight. Ed Raymer with you for the Evanly Raymer Show. And we do have some special guests here with us tonight. And there will be their opinions, I'm proud to say. Bill Levine has agreed to come by and talk with us. Martin Sid. Martin Sir is here. Sid. I can't even write, Martin. And uh, Matthew Stafford's with him. He's sitting over in the corner. as He's the cheering section. So we may hear from him. We may not. So at any rate. And we're going to talk about something tonight that has taken hold in this country over the last six, seven years. And uh, it's uh, the anti-Semitism, okay? And now, folks, we could go all over the globe with this. Some of you have been on Facebook already, I noticed. I'm, I hope you're listening, and we hope you call in, okay? But the first thing we're going to do is let these gentlemen get our, get our history straight, okay, of what is going on, because... Well, I'll get into it with you in just a minute, okay? And we're glad to have you here, fellas, publicly. Thank you all for doing this, all three of you, for taking your time to come up here. Thank you. Bill, you doing all right? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate this opportunity to speak Uh, up. Mr. Sir, pleasure to meet you. Good to meet you, Ed. Thank you for inviting me here tonight. Glad to have you. You came out of Nashville. I had no idea you had to drive down here so far. but I'm familiar with this area. I grew up in Fayetteville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And practice law here periodically Fayetteville is just getting closer and closer and closer every day we're growing so much it, with the, the transportation now everybody's sort of in middle Tennessee oh Fayetteville yeah I went down there the other day for something goodness knows what for but for right now Jackson if you're ready I'm going to kick this thing off my name is Edwin Lee Raymer and yes I'm still a private investigator welcome aboard this is the Edwin Lee Raymer show with your host Ed Raymer on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And yes, this is the Evan Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced. Right here at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And you can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that number. Jackson will be glad to get it and read it and give it to us. Write it down, copy it down, and let us read it. And we'll read it over there. For those of you that may not wish to go on live radio or be heard, we understand. Uh, Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet. We are on YouTube Live. We are on right now. News Radio WGNS. Uh, Through the week, the recorded shows we have are there. The podcast, WGNSRadio.com. You can find us there. Listen live. My wife listens on Alexa. Um number of different ways you can pick us up we're no longer on facebook live okay but we are on youtube and we are on live right now okay and you can download the wgns app take wgns with you wherever you go listen whenever you wish and i want to tell you about a friend of mine that we've got 
Keep it running. Heating there. If you're family, if you're looking for a locally owned heating and cooling company, I want to introduce you to Joe at Keep It Running Heating and Air. Joe's got over 12 years' experience in this field. And his company, Keep It Running, they're located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully licensed, insured, all that good stuff, and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help you with your family with all your heating and cooling needs. Starting to cool off out there. You're going to be needing Joe before long. So give him a call with a company you can trust. Give Joe a call at 615-962-2397. That's 962-2397. Or you can visit their website at Keep It Running, heating and, heating and cooling. Dot com. And, of course, you can catch them on Facebook as well. Thank you so much for being all of our sponsors. Thank you. Complete Yard Care, Jay Mullins, Jewelers, Tim, thank you. Thank you all so much. All right. Bill, started this um, with you. And, folks, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I wrote this down last night. There is nothing, and all you got to do is go to social media. And my father and I, who had our differences, as most fathers, most sons do with their fathers. Of course, I'm a bit headstrong, but and he's no longer with us. But you know, of all those differences we had, Dad said some very, um, very good things in his life. And one thing he said is, "There's nothing that's more ignorant sounding than a man trying to talk about something he doesn't know what he's talking about." Mm. And that has stayed with me, thank goodness, all my life. So. This topic, the anti-Semitism, came up, and I just happened to have a buddy of mine. Well, he used to be a friend. He probably won't be after tonight, but Bill Levine. <laughs> and I said, you want to do this? He said, let me look at it. When did we, did we talk last Yeah, last yeah Monday? I think it was last Monday. Monday, right, I believe. Right in the week, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And mm-hmm. we put this thing together. And so I'm going to let him and Martin do all the talking pretty much. I may have some questions here and there. If you have questions, please feel free to call 615-893-1450. Right here at good old WGNS on a Sunday night. Get your cup of coffee and join us. Bill, tell us, the Jews have been have been persecuted for thousands of years, okay? What is behind all this and, and all that? Please. Yeah, uh, I think if I even just started with the 20th century, you know, we have an uh, influential figure like uh, Henry Ford, right, founder of Ford Motors, who was paranoid, I can't think of a better word, about the uh, new wave of immigrants, you know, from Eastern Europe, fleeing from the pogroms, from the uh, Russian oppression there, and uh, joining the workforce in America. So that, uh, what can we say, escalated into conspiracy theory about uh, you know, Jews running the world's uh, finances and being loyal to a small you know cabal of uh, religious figures and unfortunately right. history repeats itself uh, you know if it's not Henry Ford these days we have Elon Musk saying that Jews have acted against the interest of white people uh, we have celebrities like uh, Kanye you know I don't even think I should flatter him by calling uh, him gay I don't right? know man and, I, I uh, agree with you you know and it, it's inevitable I would think there's um uh, like a continuum between, you know, Henry Ford getting kind of dyed in the wool anti-Semitism uh, early in the 20th century and, you know, making every Ford dealer carry this propaganda track, the um, Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which was produced to uh, persecute Jews in Russia. And, of course, Hitler admired that track. And I'm sorry to say, Hamas operatives uh, read it as well. Now, you know, again, I'm not going to go right. into the war right now, but the escalation 
tradition of anti-Semitism against Jews has really been um, very intense. More and more reported incidents in the last you know six or seven years. You know, we we might say that uh, mm-hmm. the previous president was something of a smoking gun with his anti-immigrant. Uh, you know, anti. Uh, you other might say it. I'm going to definitely say it. Say That's it. where all this comes about. And the latest I mean, campaign speeches. You know, pretty sure. much just copying what uh, you know Hitler did on his rise to power and uh, right. accusing outsiders of being vermin, you know, undermining American society. So, you know, it's like a disease. It escalates at certain times when people are, you know, insecure, territorial, tribal. And, you know, unfortunately, you get the extreme uh, violence of, um, you know, what, somebody listening to Tucker Carlson. Thankfully, he's fired, but, you know, he's not the only source of that. Oh, he'll wear his ugly theory. somewhere else. Yeah, right. so we get a shooting in a Pittsburgh synagogue five years ago and more and more copycat crimes you know threats uh, right at the places of worship it's uh, you know kind of a never ending process of persecution and let me say I'm not just somebody defending the Jews the uh, anti-Semitism is like a canary in the coal mine it could be anti-Asian anti-East Indian when I was growing up they used to beat them up the East Indian uh, immigrants coming into New York New Jersey so uh, you know I think all groups that feel this kind of uh, periodic bullying as supposed outsiders in our American society, you know, we really need a a concerted response to detect it, call it for what it is, not give these people the time of day to uh, spread their ugly, you know, hateful rhetoric. And quit tiptoeing around the issue and get right into it. Because here's what I see. They're, they hate everybody. And this goes down to a local right here in Murfreesboro when we had the Muslim issue that came up with the church that was built and all that. We had another group of people that uh, early in the 1900s that had a bit of a problem here, too. They were a religious group. They were called Catholics. Mm, Right. Yeah. Right. Brother Martin, where do you fall down on this? I'm listening to Bill and appreciate everything he's saying. And I think one of the primary concerns that I have, particularly with uh, the language about calling your adversary a vermin, Yes, sir. Is the way that it dehumanizes people. Exactly. And when that happens with our language, it leads to ultimate uh, violence and taking of life of other humans. And to have a figure talk about his his adversaries in that way. Yes. Um, makes me think we need something like um, Alex Haley. He mm-hmm. was right. famous for saying, find the good and, so, and praise it. Right. And when that happens, in my experience, when we talk to another person and we find the good in them and praise it, we're seeing their humanity. Sure. And we're seeing their goodness, and you, the hate dissipates. Right. And that's what I saw growing up in Fayetteville is in, in those relationships that people have with Jews. We were the only Jewish family in that, at that time. Were you all the only, really one of the only, if not the only Jewish family at that for, time? For most of the time in Fayetteville, that's right. And it's, we had relationship with people. I remember my best friend, uh, we were out playing football on a Saturday at I was about 14 years old, and people were kidding me and saying, 
Martin's going to hell. And my friend Terry Boggs, who's now deceased, silenced the group. He was a good First Baptist member, like you said you were. And he said, judge not, lest ye be judged. That's exactly right. And he silenced the crowd. We went on to play football. With common sense. With common sense. That's right. right. That's right. I believe that comes from a Bible verse, I believe. That's right. He was a good, he was a very faithful First Baptist. Yeah, no, I wasn't first. I'm General Baptist. Okay. Yeah, we keep our liquor under okay. the under the sink. Okay. And uh, <laughs> um, what are you laughing at, Matt? Just <laughs> Matthew's over there rolling because you know some of, some of the rich ones will keep it above the the refrigerator. Okay. <laughs> okay. Serious topic. Uh, you know. And I don't want to get off beat here, but we had a Jewish family where I was born, Muhlenberg County, Kentucky, coal mining country, okay? Okay. And uh, Mr. and Ms. Cohen. And people loved them. They had the department store. Anything, I believe you all had the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Mr. Mr. and Ms. Cohen had the department store. They were like Jewish ambassadors. Yeah. For the, and for the Jewish people. It was perfect. I mean, yeah. and, and come Christmas, you went to Cohen's. Yeah. I mean... Have a birthday come up, you went to Cohen's. Yeah. They were the only game in town. My dad went in there one day for something, whatever it was. And Mr. Cohen ran, I mean, to tell you the truth, he pretty well ran the town. Okay. I mean, unofficially. I mean, he wasn't one of those guys. I'm in charge. But that's not what I'm saying. Okay. If you needed something, you needed a place to live, he's got an apartment, whatever. I mean, he had it. Okay. Dad said he looked down there behind that counter. And that safe was open. He said money was falling out. He said, never seen so much money in my life. <laughs> well, nobody thought anything about it back then. You know, that's Mr. Ms. Cohen's money. You don't touch that, you know. And they left safe open all the time. Try that today, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, but it seems like every small town, thank goodness, there was some. There was a family. I, the man I was telling you earlier that sold, uh, I bought dolls from, he and his family were from up in Hartsville. Okay, yeah. They were yeah. up there. In fact, I think his name, I bet you'd know him, but I cannot think of him, so forgive me. But, uh, you know, this thing has come about with Trump. And I have a, a, a probably my lifelong friend, Terry Jones. He may be listening, not, or he will be listening by a podcast sooner or later. And, you know, in a way, with this Trump thing, and that, I mean, that's just what we're talking about, okay? And, and well, that's what I'm talking about. Is I know y'all don't want to really get off in that. But in a way, I'm kind of glad, and we've had this conversation by the phone, kind of glad it happened. It showed me a side of people, and some people in my own family, hmm. that I never thought I'd ever see. What brought all this about? I mean, the hatred. I mean, and, and we were talking, folks, before we come in, I believe hatred's taught. I really do. Mm-hmm. Bill? Yeah, yeah, I know when you said that before the meeting. I mean, I always go back to that song in uh, South Pacific, you've got to be taught to hate what your relatives hate. So, uh, right. you know, certainly when uh, Henry Ford was a prominent figure, you had it allied with those uh, radio broadcasts actually by Father, you know, Coughlin, which were preaching mm, basically that right. Jews were the Antichrist. And, you know, this could come out of somebody just having a uh, unsettling experience, buying something and having buyer's remorse and, you know, blame the Jews because they're charging too much or they're ripping us off or they control the world's monetary supply. They talk about, we're going to go to our first break here, Jackson, when he gets back in here. But, you know, 
you know, can't trust the media. They control the media. That's not true. Talk to Rupert Murdoch. And the poor guy had to come all the way from Australia, denounce his citizenship, become a U.S. citizen to come here and tear down our way of life. Or help tear it down. And he's done a pretty good job of that. You know. Oh, yeah. He had people hook, line, and sinker swallowing yeah. that yeah. Uh, nativism, yeah. that hostility. You know, and sure. if it starts with Mexicans, yeah. it's going to spread to every other possible group exactly. that, you know, seen as, like you said, vermin, seen as uh, deviant, you know, seen as polluting our fine country and so I on. could not have imagined uh, this past weekend. Of course, oh, everybody had a good Thanksgiving. You know, we all probably ate too much and all that good stuff. But, you know, we watched uh, on the, the President Kennedy assassination such a different time back then compared to what we're into now just with the mannerisms of people yeah first of all everybody smoked <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. smoking going on in my life things we improved on. yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so maybe people were calmer because of that yeah. you could still deduct three martini lunches too on your taxes but hey, there's uh, a thought okay yeah. <laughs> mr martin Martin Sir's here with us. Bill Levine is here. Matthew's here with us. Jackson's on board. I'm Ed Raymer for the Evan Lee Raymer Show. Stay with us. We're going to our first series of breaks. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design. Retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're here talking with Martin Sir and uh, uh, Bill Levine is here, and uh, Matthew's sitting over in the corner. He's afraid to get in the mix, so don't be scared, Tulsa. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got something to say. Come on. 
You disagree with these two guys? Or are you are you just going to sit over and just shake your head? Yeah, like I'm doing, okay? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Martin, tell us your background. You're a lawyer. I am. I, I grew up in Fayetteville, went to UT Law School, and and practiced down there from 1980 until 1985. I was elected to the state house in right. 1981 from down there. And I didn't encounter um, blatant anti-Semitism oh, at that time. Um, yeah. uh, there were some Klan members that uh, may have voted for me, but um, relationship really makes a big difference. Sure. At, when I moved to Nashville and became active in our Jewish community and at the temple where right. I was past president, I began a... Uh, before 9-11, I was instrumental in starting a Jewish-Muslim dialogue in Nashville. I've always felt that relationship breaks down barriers, eliminates fears, and eliminates hate, whether it's anti-Semitism, racism, uh, Islamophobia, or any other type of hate. If you know the person and you touch their heart, right then the hate dissipates. And so I've enjoyed that, living in Nashville and being a part of that Jewish-Muslim dialogue. And similarly, I was a part of a dialogue of interfaith lawyers, right. Jewish okay. and Christian sure. lawyers in Nashville. And um, that's why I enjoyed being invited tonight. Well, it's, it's a, it, it was a different time back then. Yeah, and yeah. we have our politicians here because when we moved, I just told you a while ago, and a lot of people know this, they're probably sick of hearing it, but we moved here in 1980 from Kentucky. And I tell everybody, I, I, I'd been around, man. I was born in Luzerne, Kentucky, and raised in Manitou. I've seen the world. So, not <laughs> like Fayetteville, you know? <laughs> but I did. And we came down here, and Dad got a promotion. He was promoted district manager at Life and Cash Insurance Company. But it, and but the politicians down here, this place was totally Democrat. Yeah, I say totally. You know, you always got a few people that are on the outside looking in. But uh, you had Andy Womack, you had John Bragg. You, you probably knew Mr. Bragg. I did. I called I Mr. Bragg one day. We had a thing come up, uh, a, a legal issue come up that they were going to be going to a vote on. I called Mr. Bragg. I called his office, and uh, hello. I said yes. I'm calling for Mr. Mr. Bragg. That's John Bragg. Go ahead. What's going to do for you? <laughs> Try getting that today. I said, well, this is Ed Reimer down in Mar Oh, hello, Ed. What can I do for you? And, man, he actually answered his own phone. I'm sure the girls did. They may have been out to lunch or something like that. But that was a different environment back then. Yeah. You know. And yeah. these people, as you say, the connection, getting things done, that this thing of I'm going to set myself up here and the rest of you underlings just do as I say. That don't really work well in a democracy. No, no. And um, I think we've social media. Oh my God! It, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Echo chamber of all that hostility. Right. People piling yeah. on, sure. And uh, you know, again, you like younger and younger people getting that uh, infusion of hate, and you know, right. being very maladjusted. Access to guns doesn't help either. Oh you know? my goodness! I uh, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to thank Eric Crow. I've got so many people that are that are they're listening tonight, and they want to know. Rita, thank you. PT, thank you. John Williams, John, call in if you like. Stu Miller, 
Kerry uh, Thompson, Eric Crow, thank you. Eric, you might remember him. His uh, uncle was Secretary of State one time, oh, Gentry Crow. Gentry. Yeah. Gentry, yeah. Gentry Crow. Uh, like I said, Stu, thank you. The phone is ringing. If we can get Jackson in here, we'll we'll get it. Uh, yeah, and uh, but it was a different time. Uh, much more reasonable time, I think. Mm. Uh, no question about that. doesn't seem to be much reason left Polar, anymore. Polarization is so severe now. Right. And go ahead. Ready. On. Okay, we have a call online. Streaming online at WGNS Radio. Caller, I'm sorry we lost you. Give us a call back. Sorry. Give us a call back. We lost you. Uh, that will happen from time to time. Yeah. Well, go ahead. No. Oh, go I was ahead, just going to say there's a story in the Torah uh, about polarization at the time of the golden calf the Jew, the ancient israelites were severely divided and there was severe discontent and god told moses apparently get these people to do something good together and build something together and so they built the tabernacle together sure according to their talents and abilities sure and the discontent and the divisiveness in ancient Israel went down. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would love to see this country do more of. This, And I think we are doing a lot of it, is working together to build things together. Yes, sir. And, and that would reduce this polarization that is so severe. And as we know, a country uh, cannot stand. Well, and this, and this little device here has made it so easy to hide behind you know, we got people on Facebook or whatever it is, TikTok or X or whatever it is. We don't even know if that's real people or not. You know, they've, they've manipulated the system. We have a caller on the line. Jackson, go ahead. Caller, you're on the air live. Go ahead. Mr. Rainbow, I've got a good thing, Well, thank you. Is this Jeff? Yes, 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 hey, Jeff. What can I, we do for you? Well, I just want to tell you, if you want some good Christmas music, good good parody Christmas music, YouTube, put, put a guy, put, put Google or but this guy's name is Bob Rivers. He's got some good Christmas uh, kind of uh, different parodies type things. So if you want some good butt music for December for your show. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's got, I'll have to remember got, that. Uh, like this. Didn't I get this last year? That, that, instead of, okay. Gifts and things. There were 12 pains of Christmas. First, first thing is Christmas. Such a pain to me finding a Christmas tree. Well, I love that song, the Christmas song. It's the most horrible time and, and, of the and, year. And, and, now, the redneck Christmas. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, that's what we're, we're just mentioning. Rednecks. But no, I just want to say you guys were talking about all the all the different stuff. I mean, it's like the Jews and the I mean Israel over there. They've been fighting for a thousand years. Now, a four day ceasefire ain't going to change that. It's well, I, you know, don't get a few hotties that was, I'm glad they're getting out. Don't get me wrong, but they, they've been fighting for that, and they're not going to stop fighting. Right. I mean, agreed. Well, I'd like to see a Marshall Plan brought. Well, to, yeah, but yeah, but well, brought to I mean, the Marshall, Middle East. We're talking about West Bank and Gaza. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice, but I mean, you think it's ever going to happen? I mean, I mean, they just don't like each other. Period. I, I mean, I think well, the Arab nations now are have relationships with Israel. And they have, the old rich nations have money. The United States can contribute money into it. Other Western right. nations. That's and right. have a nice Marshall Plan into West Bank and Gaza. Right. right. And economic right. development would change people's uh, oh, yes. attitudes. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It, it would change, change big time, but uh, but uh, and everything. But uh, but no, I agree. It's just they. I think they've been. I just don't think they like each other. I think they've been fighting for so long. They just. I think that's the only only way they know. I mean, I ho- I hope. That's not the case. Yeah, well, back in the old days, like you were saying, I mean, you know, there might have been more civility, but that was also when our CIA was, um, you know, planting dictators who were favorable to our country and, you know, business interests, too. And, you know, I'm not making a facetious remark about what should happen in the Middle East, but I'm saying, you know, you really have to have credibility and trust. And, you know, if the people living in Gaza really see the uh, damage that, you know, Thomas has inflicted upon them, you know, it, it's up to the international community really to lead uh, those people towards, you know, a better form of government that they can accept. It didn't happen in Afghanistan for various uh, reasons, you know, very right. difficult to fight the factions in that country. But, you know, the same thing I would say for Israel. How can you convince that nation that, uh, you know, Netanyahu is just going to lead them to constant path of peril and fear and And, uh, you know, uh, people talk about cutting off American support. But what I understand is that a lot of that support is funding American arms manufacturers, you know, who give their weaponry to Israel. So I thought somebody they wouldn't have a military in the United States. But we know that Israelis or Jewish people and Arabs lived in peace, you know, in a long period of time in the 20th century. I mean, you know, the British um, what uh, mandate was not especially fair to both of them. But uh, you know, you can go back to time certainly when it wasn't a question of uh, you know territorialism and and uh, you know fighting over land or you know resentment of uh, one group holding power over the other. You know, I, I like to go back and say there was a time actually in medieval Spain called the Convencia, and uh, Arabs, you know, Muslims, Jews, and um, Christians all had a very rich intellectual cooperative atmosphere. Some of that might be, you know, romanticizing what actually did happen to those people on the day-to-day level, but, uh, you know, all that was ruined in 1492 when you had yeah. the Inquisition. So, yeah. uh, you you know, how do we keep those very aggressive and hostile, uh, what, authorities having, you know, power over scapegoating and criminalizing entire populations, asking for them to be killed or, you know, converted to their uh, right. religion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, thorny situation. You would only hope uh, U.S. learns from its past record, but gets the whole international community on, on board. I, I agree. And some have said that this fighting, you know, broke out from, uh, you know, Hamas's invasion because Israel was, you know, normalizing relationships with so many of the other countries in the Middle East and, you know, they're opposed to Iran and, you know, uh, various sources of funding there for right. uh, the insurgent mm-hmm. group. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I hate to see innocent people killed in large numbers. I don't like seeing asymmetrical wars that take out such large numbers of people and, you know, retaliation, you know, but, um, you know, I don't think the two sides as they're standing now can and, you know, ever come to a halt on their own. We really need this, you know, widespread intervention. So maybe yeah, if the war does I reach agree. an end, we will have something like a, you know, rebuilding that uh, leads people towards 
whatever better activities than hostile, uh, you know, destruction of one another's uh, lands and civilizations. It's just, um, you know, hard even to imagine as an American. I've never visited Israel. I only know one person from my uh, junior high who moved there because New York became too much of a violent place for her, actually. And, uh, you know, now she's in Israel with even more violence and, uh, you know, very loyal and patriotic. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's not going to lead to peace. You know, they have a sense of who their friends are and who their enemies are, and it only becomes more intensified and and people feeling this continual threat. So I hope I'm not cutting off, you know, five or six more people who want to call in. But, uh, you know, I did invite people in the community. Jeff. Jeff, thank you. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. (laughs) Jeff Neal, a supporter of this broadcast, thank you so much. And all of you that are listening, I know we have so many people because I run into you through the week. And uh, I know you're listening. I know you don't call because you're a little bit, little bit too shy. And I can understand that. But, uh, you know. Tom, Thomas Friedman, I think, had an article today about Palestinian Arabs in mm-hmm. Israel and their relationship with Israeli Jews and how there is hope there among the people on the ground right. who have okay. relationship that are Arabs and Muslims and Jews and his article today talks about those relationships and how that, how we could build upon that after this war. So, um, yeah, the Temple Mount is sacred to three world religions, and uh, you know you hate to think it's a competitive uh, situation of who gets to claim it, right? Such an important symbol for all of their uh, cultures and histories, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, excuse me. I'm telling something very important here. Uh, okay, uh, Philadelphia like beat Buffalo, and this is oh, important. All right. Uh, <laughs> have to, Don't even ask me who's throwing yeah. the ball these days. Huh? <laughs> no, it's in football. It's not baseball. That's a pitcher. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Never mind. Throwing the ball. No. No. Buffalo. You know that's how they're on the world stage. That's what I talked to. You're not talking to my wife. You know. Mm-hmm. I said. You know. What inning is it? You know. There, there's not innings in. <laughs> No, I, I meant the QB tossing the ball. That's when, yeah, I remember when it was Jack I, Kemp, right? Kidding. Big Republican leader in the House. Oh, back in the great. And even uh, that's yeah, a more okay. civil time compared to what we yeah, got well, in the You're right. Like, with you're Marjorie right. Taylor Greene and her Jewish flying saucers <sighs> causing fires in Florida. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about our congressman down here, but he votes with that fringe group consistently. I have called his office, though, and mm-hmm. there's at least one sure. recent poli-sci yeah. graduate who's articulate and knows that it was a dumb but symbolic move to deny aid to the Afghan interpreters to expedite their visas to get out of that country when it fell. You know, he knew that bill was going to be defeated. And, you know, our congressman made it into like a symbol against government spending. But really, there was some kind of uh, xenophobic or hostile you know, alien uh, conspiracy behind that, right? Sure. If we let one person in, you know, we'll give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Oh, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. We've so got to listen to, to that. play to his yeah. base, yeah. You know, I when I first started doing this, and of course we've been here more than 10 years now, and uh, I sat down with uh, one of the uh, the political parties, I'll let you guess which one it was, and we and we had a talk, they asked me to... to uh, do a rep, somewhat of a rep, representation of the press. And I was asked, how are you going to do this with all these people out here? For example, people on Facebook and, as we mentioned, TikTok and all that. I said, they're no problem. You fellows are here tonight. 
those people will never darken the door of this place. When you step out into the light, you know, mm-hmm. and I have to live in the light, mm-hmm. you know. Someone calls up and they tell, you know, Ed, that's a silly show you're doing. That's the craziest show I ever heard. I'll take it. I'll take it for you because that's what I subject myself to. You may not like it. Don't, hey, you know, turn on CNN. <laughs> go to Fox News. Go to Newsmax. You know, they might, they're, they're your cup of tea. Go for it. You know, fine. Well, uh, it, go ahead. It reminds me of talk about the older day, olden days when Al Gore had yeah, thousands right. of open meetings when he was a congressman. Right. And he, and he opened the light, was yeah. shine on, shined on his. Uh, what he was doing in Congress, and he let do, people question him. And, and do you know and, that our, and, one of our senators, Blackburn, or this Scott Desjardins, they've had no meetings whatsoever with, with constituents? Yeah, not open like that. No, Al, no, no, Gore, no. Al Gore would go to country oh, stores. Oh, they'll go visit. They'll go visit someone and get a good, expensive lunch if they're if they're a, if they're a contributor. Right. That's right. what we're into. No, we're talking. You're talking about the open. You know, bring it on. Right. Right. Tell like, me, like your show here. Yeah. That's what are right. we doing? That you don't approve of. What are we doing? That is there anything you do approve of? Whatever that we can make better. Something we're doing we might make better. You know, yeah. uh, uh-uh. days are gone. You know, and well, it, it could was, come back. Could, oh, I think <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm an optimist. I think eventually it will. I think it will. Uh, I heard. Uh, I saw this on. Uh, well, I saw it on YouTube. And yes, I do watch YouTube when I get in tonight. I'll I'll pull up YouTube and watch. Uh, uh, meet the press. I always watch Meet the Press. Uh, you know, and I know there's pros and cons to that too, but I try to just keep. And yes, I and I shouldn't be this way, but I am. If they've got a Republican on, I just zip on past that because I don't need to hear. I, I've heard enough. You know, uh, I don't need to hear any more of the Trumpers. Uh, you know, or the maggots talking about. You know, uh, you know how great he is, and all, that's fine. Go worship at your Savior's feet, whatever you wish to do. Uh, but. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, on YouTube and I, I forgot, I lost my train of thought, but, um, he pulled into everyone. Yeah. The South Carolina, I think it was Clemson game and he was booed. Trump was, Trump, Trump was, was. Booed. yes. There was another game a week or two ago. He went to, he was booed. These are things that they don't show you on some of these so-called networks, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they show you the good stuff. Well, I can show you the good stuff here. Have I had my fair share of, you know, bad broadcast? Sure. <laughs> hey, I had Bill Levine on when he was by himself once. I, that's how desperate I was for a guy. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible show. Well, I, I still haven't figured out my campaign at that point. That's what yeah, I did. <laughs> And he's been blaming me for that loss ever since. <laughs> right, I need to escape, though. Yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah. Now there's people that don't laugh about stuff. They don't laugh about. They're going, God, we we. It's not funny. We don't. You know, come on, people, have a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, the uh, extremism in our politics. Life is too short. Life is too short. You know, I had a guy told me once, and uh, you know, I think I don't know. I don't know if Matt would catch on to this. Now he seems to be a little bit younger than the rest of us, but he said, you know, when you hit forty or forty-five. He said, son, now you're starting to get closer to the end than you are the beginning. Mm -hmm. And said, you need to get, lift your head up, Bill. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to think, how do I get this back on track with anti-Semitism? We're going to do it right. But he he was right. He said, you're getting closer to the end of the beginning. Please go ahead. Uh, Say what's on your mind. 
No, what's on my mind is, you know, maybe I'll pick up what you said. You know, there's going to be generational change where the children see the, you know, falsity and hostility that their parents are clinging to and they become their own people. They grow out of it. Uh, You know, this region uh, changing every day. Now, I ran for library board and I didn't know that the county commission, the steering committee, it seemed like they'd already picked their candidate, you know, a nice grandmotherly Mm. woman who said protect the children protect the children from all this you know evil and pornography Uh, by the way they're going to be with us next week okay the library people we've got a couple that are going to be here next week. yeah yeah well they need to speak up for you know free speech and serving everyone in the community but again what i saw was scapegoating and it was you know against these books that um were sympathetic to uh you know lesbian gay life or were giving what i thought was actually a very well-prepared kind of treatment of what changes, you know, the body undergoes in puberty. And it was pitched for, you know, 14 years old. But we had people wanting to turn the clocks back to like uh, 1960, you know, keep this book as far away from me, the shelf as possible. You know, one of our commissioners said this was crap and all that. And they attacked the librarian more than necessary. Some of our students can't go uh, at our local public library now and rent a copy. Mm -hmm. And Martin's looking confused. We've got some problems down here. Yeah, I've read about them. And you're not too and far away. Yeah, and mm. you can't rent a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird? Wow. Mm. You're not too far away from that warning. Was it Henry Kine in mm. Germany in the yeah. 1880s or yeah. 90s? Yeah. Said if you burn books, you're not too far away from burning people. people That's exactly right. And we're going to and the we witch. have an find some witches. Insane pastor yeah. Yeah. up in you know. Mount Juliet, Locke, who kind of That's, co-ops yeah. Jewish uh, hostility when he burns books and then he blows the shofar, which is the symbolic way of greeting the new year for Jewish culture. Talk about culturally insensitive. And thankfully, we have a Holocaust commission for the study of it in the state that could speak out against such abomination and atrocity. But my point about the library is, you know, people need to demonize some other group. They can't realize the world is changing. They can't realize their kids are going to be open-minded no matter how much they try to censor. You know, kids have curiosity. They'll find out what they need to know. And can't you trust the kids to form their own moral center? So, uh, you know, don't you trust your children that that they'll they'll find their own way i mean we Mm. all did Mm. you know i looked at my wife and i said it has something i said you can't get a copy. i read it in the paper you can't rent a copy of to kill a mockingbird it's 16 17 years of age Mm. i said honey these are a lot of books we were reading in school yeah but did, then did our the parents s- fail us somehow or another? I don't Well, I, don't know. I almost see an ugly uh, reversion to what was happening when you had the Freedom Riders, you know, a lot of whom were Jews from the northern states coming yeah, down here, and yeah. some of them are missing to this day. We don't know what happened mm-hmm. to them. You know, they sure. were shaking up the communities. They were helping with the boycotts uh-huh. of lunch sure. counters. So, you know, unfortunately, I think we have, like uh, Pulaski, you know, not far from Fayetteville, at least now they're celebrating an anti-Klan day, but at one time they were the big biggest clan center in the state and you well, know you know they in washington to... dc at one time the clan mm-hmm. exactly they yeah and they thought they were the equivalent the john birch society said they were the equivalent of the benet grit brith right like they were protecting white people whereas the jews and the blacks had their own protective organizations give me a break these are hate groups <laughs> and thankfully we you. have the southern know. center for law and poverty if i'm getting that right yeah. where you can report the hate crimes so they could track it you know i want to report the hostility 
against the mosque, right? The pastor of a big church here said something like Islam was a threat to world stability right out right. from his pulpit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they've quieted him down a little bit, but he still can be a wild card. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. I told you my dad was a pastor for many years, and he worked in church, church work in his later years after he had retired from life and casualty. And uh, really enjoyed it. He, and my mother did too. But as I understand, this fellow in Mount Juliet, he's got bouncers, basically. Mm-hmm. Big burly guys that if you don't really see this point of view, will escort you to the door. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to say I don't think my father had had any bouncers at his church. Mm-hmm. No, and they did this to women to intimidate them. You know, sure. they were playing with the Ouija board. It's almost like the witch trials of Salem coming back <sighs> here. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, don't even talk about Twilight or Harry Potter, right? Oh, no, that, listen, the Ouija board, I have against that, because it said I was going to be rich and famous one day. There you never go, stay it. on to it. It's just <laughs> your nervous movements, right? And the lack of friction on the board that does it. But don't tell that to Pastor Locke, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, our guests next week, they are on our side, okay? We'll have to listen to that show, everybody. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, there's uh, a couple of fine ladies that are going to be on, and they can't believe... Mm-hmm. what's happening here. Yeah, that local group, the Library Alliance, are getting some of the people right. from there. Yeah, yeah so I've uh, joined forces. I'm never really sure. I've got people that take care of some of this. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I'm glad, you know, I'm just glad that people want to be on. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing it to your attention. And I know it's not pleasant. You know, but, but I have to we, say, people um, have to know what's going on. We had good relations. I'm the advisor to the Jewish student group on campus. We always got along well with the Muslim students, and you sure. know, again, we uh, have our Jewish community group. We get along well. We have dinners together with uh, the people of the mosque. They were the first people who gave me a platform to speak when I was running for an office. So, sure. thankfully, we don't have the problems here that we see in some of those uh, more prestigious universities, where you know, there's problems with what the f- uh, donors. The the board of directors wants the trustees yeah, you know and right. then students who are just signaling that they're on the right side of history without really knowing a lot about the history or the complexities of the sure. problem and then the jewish students feel like they're going to be the next people to be beaten up if they even you know exactly. wear a star of david on their neck so terrible situation I saw, it's ironic you centers. should do that yeah. i saw a beautiful young woman last night i was watching there was a special i think it was on pbs i'm not sure mm. and she was adorable just a beautiful young jewish lady she's girl in her early 20s and she proudly wears her star david mm. she dares people yeah you know she, and i'm telling you i mean i'll just tell you guys if my son brought this lady to the house you know hey <laughs> son get her in here mom get the coffee pot on you know <laughs> I mean, i'm sorry i shouldn't say that but I mean, it's a fact i mean she's gorgeous man yeah she is gorgeous and she's proud to be jewish yeah. What yeah. A, that, you know, that, that's fine. We're going to go to our last series of breaks here in just a minute. We'll get Jackson in here again in a minute because we're in the last. I'll tell you what, he's here right now. And I'll tell you what, let's do. Keep it running, heat and air. If you're looking for a local family-owned heating and cooling company, call Joe at Keep It Running Heating and Air. He's got over 12 years' experience in the field. And Joe and his company, Keep It Running, located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully insured, licensed, bonded, and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help you with all your heating and cooling needs. If you're looking for a company you can trust and it's cooling out down it's starting to cool off and you're going to need joe give joe a call today at 615-962-2397 that's 615-962-2397 or you can visit their website at keep it running heating and cooling.com and catch them on facebook as well back with you right after this stay with us oh. 
Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back. Okay. And uh, again, Bill, Bill Levine, thank you. Sure. Mr. Martin, sir, thank you. Matthew, thank you for coming up. Um, uh, we're going to finish. You know, I, I want to, uh, and we're talking about anti-Semitism, folks, okay? I want to tell you, this came from PBS, and I'm going to turn it over to these, these two fine gentlemen. Um, there was a story that happened. It was in somewhere in... Germany, I believe, and I'll stand corrected on all this, but the bottom line is there was a Jewish family and they returned to their roots. It was after the Holocaust, okay? And the kids had grown up and they wanted to see the house they had lived in, mm. all right? Mm -hmm. You may have heard this story. They went back and there was a, a former German soldier. Now, I don't know if he was with the SS or not, okay? I don't know. I would guess he probably was associated with that in some way at that time. He was an older gentleman. Said it was a very nice home, nothing extravagant, you know, just in a typical neighborhood. And they said, we just wanted to come and, and see where we where we had. So we're citizens of the United States now. Of course, things had totally turned around for them. It had been successful. Had good life. They, then they left. And a couple of nights later, the neighbors started hearing sounds coming from inside that house uh just bangs and booms and saws and everything within the days turned to weeks and weeks turned into a month couple of months whatever the man uh and i'll stand corrected on his story but this is the way he went 
He had literally torn down the inside of that house because he knew that those Jewish people had come back to reclaim their treasure. Mm. <laughs> kind of ironic. I mean, he had literally, and the neighbors said we literally had, he, he moved out. He had, he had torn his house all the pieces. It was mm. beyond repair. Never found a thing. Mm. That is just... Uh, is that hatred or what? I mean, what? I mean, that, yeah, that's real slash and burn. Uh, I think yeah. the German people for generations have felt uh, guilt over what happened in the Holocaust. But I think then you're also right. denial is a right. facet of that. Yeah, you remember uh, the film Judgment at Nuremberg, right? Where, right. you know, everybody yeah. wants to excuse, uh, you know, the barbaric actions by saying they were following orders, they were, you know, part of a larger atmosphere and right. didn't realize what they yeah, were doing. Sure. So, uh, yeah, that that's really regrettable in Tore the history house of all to pieces. expropriation of Jewish property. I mean, that's just like a drop in the bucket of what uh, you know happens when entire Jewish communities have been uprooted. And I'm, you know, I mean, I think it really takes a kind of tenacious person to go back to the scene of the crime, so to speak, and sure. live in those European communities. And some of them have been rebuilt well. If I ever get to tour Europe, I want to see those uh, diasporic Jewish communities. You know, in right. Spain and yeah, Germany and sure. France and so on. But uh, you know, when we have this resurgence of, uh, you know, hatred, obviously, it's going to be well, tough to make people feel at peace going back and, you know, whatever, correcting the historical crimes. Well, it's like I've said to Martin, go ahead. And, and they do have memorials in Germany, I understand, where they, there's a brick or some type of memorial in front of houses. And it gives the date that that family was taken to the rail yard. Oh, it does. And, and, really? And, and moved off into... <laughs> One of the concentration camps, too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, on the to, state level, they, I think Germany has been extremely proactive for generations yeah. and not erasing the uh, you Similar know, the to perhaps this effort out of Montgomery to bring in lynching memorials mm -hmm. into each county in the... I can't uh, imagine. Yeah. I, I yeah. just, uh, you know, you know, it's like this, this crazy, this Alex Jones, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't it always, mm -hmm. I, I know, you know, the Holocaust never happened. I believe he was the one that said that. Along, there have well, been several well of these crazy, him, crazy had, nuts, you know. You know, that, you know, that whole, it's just a big lie. It was all made up. No, you are the liar. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's utterly ridiculous. They, if my, I, w I am proud to say at this station, if I came up here harping on some of the things they do, I wouldn't be on next Sunday. And I will say for this station, I'm proud of that. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may disagree politically on some things, but that would not be allowed here. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, go ahead. Too many good people here in Rutherford County. <laughs> well, uh, we've got uh, our fair share going, but you know, yeah, if you yeah. here's here's the way I look at it, Martin. If we don't have broadcasts like this, and I'm not a, don't get me wrong, I don't mean to be your say. I'm not. I'm not. You know, here I come to save the day. I don't mean that. But to face the facts of what's going on out there and tell the truth. Right. That everything is not always peaches and cream. Right. And we are on to you people that are, are you know, you're out here polishing up, you know, your AR rifle and all. Okay, keep polishing, you know, just as long as you keep it at home. Yeah. I've said it before. My son and I, we have a house full of guns. We've got a closet full of guns. I'm just, people this gun thing, we don't own an AR, by the way. Because I could go to jail if I shot a deer with an AR. If I shoot a man, they'll have a trial for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, but 
I'm about ashamed to even tell about it. I own a gun anymore. You know, it's just so ridiculous. You know, we got them target. We like target practice and the boys deer hunt. You know, and and they do a good job. As a matter of fact, I got to call my nephew this week. He he was at our family farm this weekend. So, I got people. With orders for summer sausage coming in. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you believe Makes that there are actually people who, uh, you know, say the Jews got victimized by the Germans all because the Germans took away their guns, and then that becomes an argument for yeah, right yeah. to own arms. You know, um, yeah. this is like a phenomenon. Jews are only of value if they can, you know, what, lead the uh, goyim, if I may dare say, the Christian nation to sure. their rapture, you know, and I have yeah, to admit, right. I get peeved. I'm not going to be able to do a lot about this, but those bumper stickers, you see, I support Israel with the Star of David, and then you see Jesus is Lord. Don't they even think that's a contradiction or a big <laughs> violation of tactfulness? I mean, have they ever lived in a real Jewish community? Do they ever or even let American Jews into their house of worship, or are they dealing with this happy fiction that the Jews in Israel will usher them into the final, you know, judgment, and then they'll either be converted or they'll just, you know, vanish during the rapture or well, something. Well, that's the reason we wrote the New Testament was for just like people like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the a old book person. Wasn't, it just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. It's it's mm-hmm. it, it it gets. Okay, never mind. My dad was a pastor, so I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, you know. So, but I'd recommend a book. The title might offend a few of you, but it was um, provocative. I didn't agree with everything she said. But recently published, Dara Horn, the uh, Gordon Jewish Community Center in Nashville, had her as a guest not long ago. But it's called. Um, Everybody Loves Dead Jews or Why People Love Dead Jews. And it starts with the Anne Frank story. You know, again, do people see her, uh, you know, loss during the Holocaust as part of a larger phenomenon that affected all European Jews? Or did they pick out, like cherry picking, almost like from the Bible, one statement that says, I believe in the goodness of humankind. And I mean, we all would like to believe that, but that makes her like a sacrificial victim for people who want to deny that, uh, you know, kind of violence and genocide and hostility. Give me this uh, lady's name name again. Dara Horn, D-A-R-A-H-O-R-N. She's a novelist, but this is a series of essays. She takes on uh, Shakespeare's depiction of Shylock, and Shakespeare wouldn't even have known any Jews in England. They were all banished in the uh, 13th (laughs) century, but, you know, again, provocative. Is he sympathetic, or is this like your conventional arch-villain, the money lender, you know, the stereotype, the uh, tropes of, uh, you know, Jewish uh, people running the world in some kind of conspiracy, right? So, um, yeah, she has interesting uh, reports. Well, we're getting towards the end of it, but I'll let other people read this. You can probably get it through Kindle. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Another book that Um, we read in in Nashville, the entire community read, was Constantine Sword. that gave the entire history of of anti-Semitism and anti-Jewish uh, action by the church. Name through, it again, please. History. Name it again. Constantine's sword. Constantine's sword. And it was initiated by a, a Christian uh, lawyer. Right. Uh, and out of his church, and all the churches, many churches read it in Nashville, and it really changed the climate, I thought, in changed Nashville. Changed the dynamic, yeah. Yeah. Change it, okay. Yeah, yeah. Martin, it has been a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Good to and meet you. No, we're going to have to have you guys back because, like I said, we couldn't. And folks, we know this. We can't cover this topic in an hour. 
this could turn into a series for goodness sakes but and bill always a pleasure thank you so much yeah sure and you know, uh, I'll jump at matthew the good to meet you you're always welcome here you have a voice if you ever need anything give us a call and i'll tell you what i'm ed raymer for the Emily raymer show but until next sunday at eight o'clock i'll catch you down the road good night